Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. I. Tell me your mind just said. Yeah. Play the song over plan. Yeah. Speaking on the world. Speaking on the topic. Y'all better not be flocking. No. Should know how we rocking. If you got any statements, then you better leave a comment. Just say it. 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 Radio. I'm Miss Sandy. It's Alter Ego Friday. Those of you guys not familiar with Alter Ego Friday or Say It Radio, Say It Radio is a platform where you get to speak your truth, your opinions, your thoughts. No censor, no no filter, nothing. Because we believe that in order to find real solutions, we got to know the truth. We got to know what you're really thinking, what your real opinions are, what your real thought process is. And we may agree, we may disagree, we may agree to disagree. But the point is, I ain't trying to change your mind. I'm not thinking you're trying to change my mind. But we're here to plant seeds, promote thought processes, thought processes outside of your understanding or your normal, you know, I'm saying, train of thought. This is what Say Radio is about. I'm Miss Sandy. It is March. No, shit. It's April. April 5th. 2019, um, usually we have uh, Nicole, Nick, as she likes to go by. She would not be tuning in today. Well, she might be tuning in because, you know, she's going to a concert. Yeah, I didn't know that, but she's going to a concert. It's a kickback, 90s kickback concert featuring Next Case, um, Cut Close, Changing Faces, Shy. She's doing that in Texas, so she's going to tune in, hopefully, and let us um, know how much fun she's having. Um, usually we have slides up on Monday. Sometimes he calls in on Fridays, but you know, you know, we give we bump heads. You know, like what <laughs> is good? He gives, you know, plant seeds. He plants seeds for me, and I hopefully for you too. And the nine o'clock hour we have Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer. He gives us that question that promotes makes us think. See, somebody has a lot of questions lately. They've been like irking my nerves. Not irking. It, it, the questions, they, I don't know. It's just, it really puts me in a space. But, you know, that's just me. But Dragon Slayer, he's 9 o'clock hour because it's a two-hour show. He's going to give us our question of the night and give us the question that is going to stimulate some nerves some nerve cells, some nerve brain cells in us. I understand if you want to tune in tonight and tonight's discussion, please do so by calling 646-668-2574. If you just want to listen, please do. We so appreciate all you guys because our organic listeners, y'all some nosy bugaboos, but we love y'all. We love you. We so appreciate y'all. Not bugaboo, but peekaboo. That's what Lonnie B. I got, I got that term from you. Um, peekaboo bitch. 
We love you guys. Uh, tune in, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash D Hour Show. Or you can go on to our new website, which is d-hournetwork.com. We got a 708 um, caller in right now. 708, how you doing? Doing well. Doing well. You doing well? I'm doing all right. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, you know, it looks like, you know, I'm kind of here solo right now, but um, I got a lot of shit on my mind. You know, on Say It Radio, we speak a lot on a lot of topics. Nothing is off limits. So we're just uh, like a thorough obsession. And Alter Eagle, Friday is a point. I don't know if you ever get a point where throughout the week you really have to taper back what you really think about a situation or a person because you got to be politically correct. Motherfuckers are sensitive right now. So this is your chance to let it all out. No judgment, no judgment free. Not to say we might not have calls to come in and place their judgment, but, you know, it's all good. We have to release it somewhere. And we've got to release it in order to get some real solutions. Check ourselves, you know, get get some real solutions. So. I got you. I got you. Just FYI, for the record, this is Jersey Django. What? Jersey Django? How you doing? Yo, it's been a while. It's been a long ass time. Well, you know what? You well, let me ask you this. What you been up to? How have you been? You know, Jersey Django, he you know, you would call in like I like it's been like six months or I don't know, a long time since you called in. So yeah. how you been doing? Been busy, I'm busy, busy. You know, we after we are post shutdown and I've gotten most of my money back, so things are a little bit better, but it was tight for a minute. It was t- yeah, you guys, yeah, with the shutdown, the government shutdown, and, you know, I was asking you to go to work for free. I don't know where they do that shit at. I don't understand that. What does that look like? And we were working. We were working overtime <laughs> for free. Yeah. Last time I checked, that didn't go too well back. for us. Right. Did you, get the, did you get that back plus the overtime? I, I got most of it back, but I still got a, a couple of G's they owe me still. You see, and then you know what? And this one, I'm saying, when people think you got it, they got it bad. You got to put yourself in other people's shoes because the whole government shutdown, when a lot of uh, government workers had to go to work and not get paid. That I don't even understand what the fuck that looks like. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. <laughs> I can't even understand. You know, that was just like I felt like um, nothing's even like this. This it was a Fox News reported in, the, in Detroit. This pastor, I asked his members to. Tie three hundred or a thousand dollars, and you know you just doing so. What, what? How does this look? Uh, you know. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. But I will. I got to give a praise out though to a a particular person in my community who I help coach with, and mm-hmm. he pulled me to the side. The man's a business owner, so he's doing well for himself. Pulled me aside. He said, "Yo." Um, talking about the shutdown, I said, it sucks. You know, um, we ain't get paid. And, you know, it, it was almost a month at that point in time. So we were like three checks behind right after Christmas too. It didn't help. And he was like, um, listen, man, I know it's going to eventually end, but I don't think it's fair to you. So he said, let me get your address. I thought he wanted to stop by and talk. And then I gave him the address. And he said, he'll stop by tomorrow, the next day. 
before I get to work. Man came by with a $10,000 check. And he said, just hold on to it. Yes, hear me. Came by with a $10,000 check. He said, just hold on to it until everything, you know, is shut back on. I know you're good for it. So I'm not even worried about it. Didn't write no contract, nothing. Just said, hold on to it. It's for me. Yeah, him, it was him and his wife, they own the business together. He said, it's from us. You know, we pulled out the account. It's not a problem. We know you come for it. He said, you family does. Period. Now, thank the Lord that the shutdown ended, I want to say, less than 10 days after that, and I didn't have to touch any of it, but I'm still touched. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, I don't know how many other stories are like that, but those were, those stories need to get out too. That's that's, I'm still touched by it. Oh, you know, I thank the Lord for that. I'm touched. I'm speechless. That is beautiful. That is, that yeah. is so, so beautiful. You know what? And that, you know, I call, personally, you know, this is me, Miss Sandy speaking. I call people like that earth angels in that mm-hmm. when a person gives, you know what I'm saying? And you know some people, well, they give and you can see all the, the, hanging over your head, you better, you know, mm. but they give, you know what I'm saying, and they let go, because God is working in their universe, and he, they're going to get it back 10 fourths, 10 fourths over, but, oh, yeah. and they know that you're not in the space, you, at that point, you didn't even know when you're going to get back to work, you know what I'm saying, so he's giving you really this, you know, and thinking that you maybe you, you know, you may need it, not knowing what your savings account looks like, you know what I'm saying? You may yeah. need to cash it, you know, in 30 minutes. You know, so I'm giving you this so I know when you get back on your feet and you're able to pay me back, I know you got me. But you ain't got to worry about it. You know, that yeah. is beautiful. I call them people earth angels. I'm in a position yeah. to help you, and I got you. And when you get to a point that you're able to pay me back, you know what I'm saying, I know you're good for it. Yeah. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. That's earth angels. And earth angels come in so many shapes and forms. It's not just monetarily. You know, I was in a bad um, head-on collision with a Mack truck on Expressway. Uh, a Mack truck? 290. Like some, yes, a Mack truck. 290 was back in 1999. And um, it was so weird. I, I mean, my car was total. I was able to hop out my car and hit the guardrail. The Mack truck hit the guardrail and flipped over. And um, they did some changes on 290 since then. But um, I remember all these people stopped and they were helping me. And they were helping the guy at the Mack truck. And they called them my earth angels. They were definitely my earth angels. People that stopped and offered to help. And you, they know you're not in a position to help them or give anything back to them right now, but that they have mm. to give, and if it's the time, and if it's just an ear to listen, and or if it's monetarily, it's just you're giving this. And I so, you know, that's, those are blessings, and those are earth angels. And I think God puts his spirit, you know, in various people throughout your day of your life. Every day, every Ooh, hour of your life, it comes to you and speaks something to you that makes you say, ah, okay, or makes you say, what I, you know, it's just something. So I think God is mm-hmm. all around us, and even with people we interact with, um, mm-hmm. whether we know mm-hmm. them personally or we don't. It is so true. It is so true. And, 
it, it's that much more impactful since I wasn't asking for it. I wasn't putting it out there. I wasn't saying what was me. I wasn't shaking the can, nothing like that. And I was just, I was praying to the Lord and saying, Lord, help me get through this. Thank goodness my wife works. Mm-hmm. And like, pull a belt tight, call all the creditors and say, no, you're not getting anything, right? And just tell them why and say, when we get paid, you get paid. But right now, don't even look. Basically, right. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what they were getting paid, but it was still tight. It was like taking 60 cents off of every dollar that you earn right now into your household and then move forward and say, okay, make it work. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right. And it gets But to get back to your original point. Like, when are you going to be. Yo, I'm sorry. But to get back to your original point, here's something I got to get off my chest. I'm just trying to figure out how to process it. Let me run it past you. So I got mm. a friend, old family friend I knew since I was little. Grew up with her and her siblings. Um, everybody, I think, is married, has kids. She was married, had two kids, and got divorced. Now he's remarried to a woman. Mm-hmm. Trying to process that. I don't understand that. So, you know, I'm going to tell you why. Okay, this is talk this is talk some talk. real talk. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you some real shit right here, real, real, real talk. Okay, so I connected with um, two women. You know, we're connecting to do some um, like uh, a panel discussion, kind of real talk, um, kind of thing. Okay, yeah. you got a lot of noise background. I don't know. Let me make sure. Make sure that people can hear us. So, um, one of the Okay, one of the women, she was married, she has kids from that marriage, and she's now divorced, and she's in a relationship now with a a woman, so she's a lesbian, or I guess she deems herself bisexual, I'm not quite sure, but she did mention that her her, um, spouse now, who is a woman, is more of a male than any man she's ever been with. Okay. I'm gonna go. go I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna plant that. I'm just, that's what she said, and she made um, that statement as because her her spouse now, who is a woman, takes more control. You know, she takes more control. She handles things. She when she says she's gonna do it, she does it, and she's more of a I guess a woman of her word. And and if you know. Um, the girl's going to do the talk panel show with, she says, if I can't figure it out, she takes the lead and handles it, and that's it. And she was making reference to her ex-husband. You know, I had to baby him. I had to walk with him. I had, You can't approach him a certain way because he gets upset. You have to deliver messages a certain way. Other ways. He was very sensitive. And all I can say is, you know, um, it does seem a lot. A lot of natural born men, they are very sensitive in the in the way they receive things, the way they react to things. You have to really coddle them in order to get anything from them. And you know, I'm going to go in a little bit further. Um, Lori Lightfoot was just um, um, elected yeah. mayor of Chicago, and NBC.com yes, is stating. She's the first black woman to be elected and the first openly gay woman to be a gay person to be elected. Um, read the, um, 
me read the headlines correctly. NBCnews.com, Lori Lightfoot elected Chicago mayor, will be first black woman and first openly gay person to hold post. Now, that last part of the sentence or the title, first openly gay person to hold post. Now, me, you know, I moved, we moved as a family to Chicago when Harold Washington was mayor. Now, this yes. on social media this week, I learned that Harold Washington was actually a gay man. I didn't even know. I that. heard about that, and too, so but I, I don't know yes. if I can trust the source. I mean, it came off social media. Let me just, let me just say come this. Off media? Like, apparently, apparently, through the, the information sources that I read on social media, and I have not found any information on the news, credible news sources, that debunk this statement, this rumor. Well, they're not going to you know, touch it because they want to be credible until it's verified. But all I can say is this, unless you prove it not false, false, there is a nurse that stated, I'm going to go on Google, a nurse that stated when he was admitted for respiratory um, um, failure into the hospital, when they undressed him, he had bras and a panty on, a bra and a panty on. All right. Now, so, I and still don't know if engaged. that is the I still uh, don't know listen, if that we is. Listen, listen, listen. He was engaged to a woman for a number of years. He never married. So in order for NBC.com, this says, let's pay attention to the last point, first openly gay person to hold post, meaning that a reputable NBC.com, they're noting when they say the first openly gay person to hold post. Meaning, as opposed to the first, openly that they were, yes. you know, gay mayors in the past, but they weren't open with it. That's what this title, right. this you know, says to me. That well, they I were, can halfway you know, feel that they, too. But my other question is: yeah, this. You, Does every gay man wear bras and a panty? No. I'm not saying this. We just saying this about Harold Washington to go back to what you're saying about your friend. Okay, uh, that, yeah. okay, so, you know, in this day and age, you know, back in the day when Harold Washington was up, the, the DL epidemic was at its all-time high. A lot of men and women felt they have to, you know, live within a society norm of yes, heterosexual, 1.2 kids, whatever the case is. Right. right, so they had a closet that. And but when you closet that, you're interacting with somebody you're not really sexually attracted to. You know, you're interacting with you know, you're not even being yourself. So you're living your real life as a lie. So that there's a lot of depressed people and having these multi lives. So, um, I don't know, maybe her first husband maybe he had a lot of feminine traits, you know, boyish traits. You have a lot of um R&B singers, they, you know, black R&B singers, they sing about, you know, a man cheating. You have to mother him and stuff like that. And you're deeming, you're thinking, this is not what I think a man should be like. I have a vision of what a man should be like. I don't think I should have to mother him or son him. You know, I should want to follow him and respect him. But if you're interacting with a man that you feel like, you have to stun him. 
You don't know if he's lying. You know if he's telling the truth. You don't know. You don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? No, so it, it doesn't. It, it's frustrating. I got to real quick, Sandy. Why yes. don't? Why doesn't that drive them to another man who is manly as opposed to a woman? That is a good question. I don't know. I don't. You know what? I don't know. And this is what I want to open up our, our, our the dialogue uh, up to any any guy, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, that, you know, you know, I don't know. You know, as I said, when my, one of um, – a woman I met, she's mad cool. We're supposed to do a talk show and stuff together. She was married. Now she's, you know, involved with a woman. She said that woman is more masculine than any man, you know, than her ex-husband. I don't know. You know, I, you know, I don't, I can't understand. But I, excuse me, I do understand, I do know that I think there are a lot of, you know, I hate to say this, and it's so. This is why I deem my thing. I had labeled myself asexual because there's a lot of men, like natural born men with penises, that they really Mm -hmm. act overly sensitive. They act really sensitive. It's really emotional, like more emotional. I don't. I don't get where it's coming from. That you know, than women. I don't know where that stuff is coming from. And it's it's really annoying. It it really is. It really I mean, they don't even know how to approach a woman on a sexual standpoint anymore. They don't even know how to follow up and have a conversation. They just just they missing a lot of elements. I don't know why that's missing. And then after a while, just because you might, I just it's, it's it's I don't understand it. I don't know. So in regards to your friend, um, ask her. You know, like. If you guys are truly friends, I would say you ask her, and you know, you know, was it the sex? Was it did you feel like you had? Were you a mother to him? Like, what do you like about this woman? You know, I have a well, cousin I, that she was a lesbian, and now she's married to a man. She was a lesbian, now she's married to a man. Yeah. I think maybe she was curious and went to explore for a while maybe decided that the grass wasn't greener or it wasn't what she thought it was, or she said, okay, but not for me, and went back. Mm-hmm. Um, as far well, as my friend is concerned, direction? I have a couple different theories. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. theory, she grew up around brothers who all played sports. I mean, they were like high school and college All-Americans. They were good. And she also played sports. And she also played sports in college. That's how she got her scholarship. Her dad was a national champ when he was in college. So it runs in the family. So I'm thinking maybe that has to do with it. At the same time, though, she's good looking. And being mm-hmm. around boys and being around your brother's friends, there's never a shortage of eyes peeping your way. So I'm thinking she never lacked the ch- any kind of choice in men. I don't know about the quality, but just in general. You know, she was what you would call a little. I know it's an old school term, but I'm just saying. So I don't you know. You know, I think about Leila Ali. Leila Ali okay. is gorgeous, but she's very, you know, she's very strong. Yes, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, and yes. she's married. If she was lesbian, nobody would be surprised. But she's married to that man, and she has kids, and she's a family woman, and so be it. But, you know, a lot of men get intimidated. Like, even though she's pretty, I think she would intimidate the average man. 
to me. Like yeah. I think Serena Williams, I think a lot of men, they lead with their dick. And so they, you know, well, because Serena has that amazing shape, physical shape, yeah. that she attracts yeah. a lot of men physically. But a lot Amen. of men, I feel like when a woman is really shapely and sexually, and by nature, she's that sexually. A lot That's of men right. cannot look at her and treat her like the woman she really is. You know what I'm saying? They want to, like, mask it. I'm going to, like, you know, look at her sexually. And I, I had to really, like, like, teach my boys hard not to do women like that because a lot of mm. girls, they date it. They're very shapely and very curvy. And when right. other men, look, young men or even older men look at their girlfriends, oh, you know, she looks like a hoe because of the way she's shaped. And I told my boys, don't ever treat her like that because those men, I think, are insecure. If you want to get to know her, you got to get to know her mind, you know, and you may find out she's the most beautiful, loyal woman ever. But a lot of men won't give her a chance because all they see is her titty, hips, and ass. So they can't right. and she can't she didn't choose to she didn't choose to be I mean, that's just the body she was given. Just like uh to make a funny analogy, remember this remember the cartoon, Roger Rabbit? Mhm. Jessica. Okay, remember Jessica yeah, Jessica Rabbit, yeah. she says, I'm just drawn this way. Like she didn't she didn't create herself. Right. Yeah, I mean it's unf- okay. unfortunate. It's like and then these boys, because I was taught that, because I dated this guy, and, you know, his fa- I overheard his father tell him that I'm just a for now type of woman because I what? was shapely. Yes, I because I was more shapely at age 16 than, you know, I don't know, his, his you know, if you look at it right now, like his wife was really like a homely-looking woman, honestly. Oh. But... You know what I'm saying? So men back then, they married the homely-looking woman and cheated on her with the, with a shapely-looking woman, not knowing mm-hmm. the shapely-looking woman was a woman. You know what I'm saying? She had a brain. She had a feeling. She had a heart. She, But you weren't willing to get past that because you can't. You know what I'm saying? So I really drilled in my boy's head to get past that. And so mm-hmm. they, when they see a beautiful woman shapely, they're not – you know, stupid. You know what I'm saying? They are really trying to get to know her. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I I love that about, you know, them because they don't judge a book by its cover. But a lot of men, especially sure. older, yeah, they don't do that. And so they just, I think, in regards to Serena, the Common and Drake and whoever she fucked around with, they really just wasn't you know what I'm saying? They were trying to. No, they, they weren't. They weren't. They weren't trying to settle down. And I don't know who is at fault. If she was foolish for choosing them, or they were stupid for losing her. I don't know which way it is. Or maybe it's a little bit of both. But mm-hmm. now she doesn't settle down. She's happy. That dude is happy. I'm thinking. Unless right. Common and, and Drake see. weren't looking to settle down, they were foolish because she, to me, is a catch. Right. Right. Exactly. So my thing is, and women have to be accountable as well. You know, usually when a guy shows you who they are, you know, they show us. We have to make note, and you know, we can't. Our pussy can't change them. They are going to be who they are. Best believe. That's true. 
Um, so, you know, and, and in regards to your friend, you know, I, she wasn't, she was missing something. Um, I remember I used to live in Atlanta for almost 10 years, and I took my brother wow. who was at Atlantic Station, and we were walking around, and I'm just talking like I am right now, just talking. <laughs> and he stopped. He started looking. He was like, Sandy, Sandy. I was like, what? He said, you notice there's a lot of lesbians, like there's a lot of like fine, pretty-ass women with some butch-like women hugged up on each other. You not see oh, that? Yes, I saw that and one I time. I saw that one time and almost fell out. I was in line at Walmart and in front of me was a pretty female and then and then Lil Ma walked up, basically. Mhm. And and that was her. That was her boot thing. And I was like, whoa, she looked like she could bench just as much as me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like put the put the B in butch. Mhm, mhm. Uh, yeah. I was just scratching yeah, my, my head. Yeah, I was just saying the same thing. He was, he. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just. He was. No, he was saying the same thing. He was like, what are these niggas not doing right here? I will be here. Right. Ain't no way you got to turn to a woman that thinks she a dude. I'm right here. Yeah, but down in Atlanta, it's a lot of gay dudes and down low dudes. It's a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. So that might be the case. They might go down there, but I'm, I'm sure they're not all like that. But still, it's, it's you know, if if straight women go down there and looking for, looking for a straight dude, out of ten Negroes lined up, at least four gay, at least. And then, and then you maybe may, two you more are down low, and then you only with. have. Yeah. Now let me tell you something. You may get a woman that thinks she's dealing with a heterosexual guy. I was watching this show called Sister Wives. Oh, get oh. your wife! Oh my gosh, they got a black couple on there. Oh my gosh. So if you guys are not yeah, familiar with Sister Wives, I got to tell you my um, I got to tell you the, the the April Fool's joke that my wife pulled on me. It was about that too. Okay, okay, okay. So if you guys are not familiar with Sister Wives, that comes on. I'm gonna maybe TLC or something like that. But Sister Wives, they got a black couple on there. Go for it, please get your wife. So this is when a man decides he wants to take on another wife, a multiple wife. So he either has a wife or two wives. He wants to take on another wife, so in the, they're in the process of screening and and interviewing a, a possible another wife to add to their union. So this black couple, I'm gonna talk about black couple, y'all. And they met in college. They met in college, had the whole you know stereotypic you know typical um, love life. Met dated in college, got married, you know. For a few years, had a kid, little girl. Then a few years, you know, had a little boy, and they're beautiful. So now they want to open their their relationship up to um, another woman. So they and brought that's in. What I don't understand. Another, I don't understand this either. Okay, so they brought in this other woman. Um, she's a she's biracial, um, biracial woman. She doesn't have any kids, so she lives with them for a month and. 
Well, first of all, oh, I know. I saw the rewind. episode earlier this week. My wife's eyes were glued to the TV. I know exactly what's coming out. I know, I know. TV, I'm just like, my mind is just blown. Because oh. first they interviewed this other, was one girl. But the wife, well, the husband and the girl, the woman had sex. And then the wife confronted the, the yep. woman about the sexual encounter or gave her the opportunity to be honest about the sexual encounter. And the, the woman was not honest about it. So they dismissed her because you're not honest about you having sex with my husband. So you're not mm-hmm. the one for us. So the other mm-hmm. one. You're my sister. We got a bond. I think you'd be a perfect union. But before you have sex with my son, you I mean, my son, my, my, my son's son, son, whatever, um, you have to detox yourself. You have to um, uh, make sure your pH balance matches, matches with my, my husband's pH. Hub son. That's not, it's not a hub son. It's a hub son. Upset matches with my husband. <laughs> when you have a son, but then y'all marry, but then he's not a hub. A hub he's a hub son. So anyway, just I digress. But okay, get our listeners caught up. Our listeners caught up. You know, they they put her through this diet, this regimen, this work shit. So her pH balances. I don't know if they only use condoms. Clearly, it's gonna be a raw dog session here. So the yeah. pH, the pH yeah. balance is going to match up with her husband's, and they gave and at the end of the the episode, um, because she was eager to have sex, she was just anxious because she caring for the kids, it, you know, the husband and wife got the two kids, she putting them down to bed and and she like coddling with them and she with them for a whole month and all the diet regimen on workout, make sure your pussy right. They did the Yoni um, cleansing experience mm. to the, the coochie cleansing what? experience. So I'm just saying. What? So she, and then the wife, the wife prepped her for the Yoni experience to get her coochie right and cleanse to have sex with her husband. What? <laughs> and so the husband has sex which I imagine is explosive sex, you know, because it's been anticipating for 21 days, mm-hmm. apparently. And then in the in the glimpse into the next episode, the husband sits down with the wife and says, I want to propose to her. I'm in love. Dang, she laid it on like that. <laughs> she said it was a month ago. Hello? Yeah. But we got, wait, hold on, we got this call. You like the concert Hey, y'all, I had to call in and say, hey, world. I'm down here in Houston at the 90s Kickback concert. It's off the chain. It's sold out. The house is packed. I got my all access. Her clothes coming on first, and I'll be going backstage to meet y'all. That's what's up. That's what's up. We got Dirty Django. Um, you got to take pictures. You got to post it on our page and whatever. We got to do that. I want you to have some fun. I'm going to have fun, but I had to call and check in on you and see what you was talking about tonight. Oh, I don't know if you can hear us. We are talking about the uh, sister wives. The sister yeah, wives I heard you. I heard you. I heard you talk about the yoni eggs and all that stuff. 
Killing, you're killing my vibe here, sis. You're killing my vibe. <laughs> I mean, it's okay if that's what you want to do, but I couldn't see that happen. <laughs> All right, so well, y'all uh, have fun. I'm about to go get back to my seat and enjoy this show. I'll check back in with y'all later. Thanks for checking All right, in. You enjoy yourself. All right, bye. You know, we um, we heard. I, I went out to see them uh, when they came to Chicago. It was really nice. Case um, next, Montel Jordan. It was really nice, and they sound the same and looked the same. That was like uh, a, you know, a breath of fresh air, right there. That oh, was Nicole. Nice. She joined us um, from the uh, '90s Kickback Tour out there in Houston, Texas, living vicariously through her. Right now, we have me, myself, uh, Miss Sandy. We have Dirty Django. We are talking about the uh, sister wives. I don't know if you guys caught that. There's a black couple on there. They look very educated and just a nice looking couple. You know, I don't understand the, their mindset. I think they're fucking crazy. You know, I hate to judge people in their lives because that's what they do. You know, you do what you do and that's fine. But I do have you can a judge judgment. Zone, though. You can have your opinion with that. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. And I I'll say this, I'll say this one thing. Explain this to me. Yeah, so for 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 April Fool's, my wife played a joke on me. The night before, she had a food mm-hmm. in front of TV watching it, and she said, "You know that wouldn't be too bad." And I was scratching my head like, "What you mean?" And then the next morning, she posted a picture of those three and said, "We are seriously considering any thoughts." She put it out to all her Facebook friends and tagged me. Is that Chris is really pushing it me for it? I just want. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to warm up to it, like like it was me pushing it, and and that was totally not the case. And she got a million responses from her girls, but she had hit them up ahead of time and said, "Just play along," to make them think like it was it was cool. And I'm sitting here scratching my head, nervous, like, "What the hell is this?" One wife is enough. Um, I'm not looking for two. And if anything, it's usually the dude pushing for that, not the woman. So I was all screwed up, and then by the end of the day, she let me know it was a joke. But I will say this. Her and a bunch of other females who I work with are genuinely genuinely fascinated by the show. And I think at some level, they would consider it, if for no other reason, they like the order of how things run in that situation. Because the dude is not abusive. The dude has a job. Each one would have their own space to take care of their kids. I mean, it's basically a black version of of what the Mormons do, the Mormons who are into polygamy. So I'm, I'm still not for it, but I can see how some people might be in favor of it, or at least consider it. All right. I'm going to break into some music, because I, you know, I just, you know, um, I've been saying a long time that I felt like the classic man is going out of style. It really is. Like, I call myself acting crazy. You know, sometimes I act crazy. This is one guy, I throw up all my emotional things. I think he's so... 
incredibly sexy, and I throw up all, all, and all he does is run. He just runs for me and runs for me. I don't know. He may be baby gay or bisexual or shit like that. I throw up all my crazy shit to him. Um, you know, um, you know, because I don't know, it scares him. And I, you know, because the classic man is going on south. To me, classic man, especially you know, you know, I look in the mirror, I feel like I'm a classic woman. You know, and and you know, I can remember back in the day where when guys were in my mind classic. Even if I give them a little ounce of my crazy, this that look they give me like bitch, you can not bitch. They wouldn't say never say bitch, but it was like oh, match your crazy. You better stop playing with me. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. They don't make men like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what these mm. men. They're very soft and very um. Don't talk to me like breathe. that. I'm telling my don't do that. You are gonna do this to me? I'm so scared. I don't know what this looks like. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Well, if you don't hit a certain age, you're, you're hitting the millennials, and the millennials are a different breed. I mean, I'll give them credit for what they what they call self care, but beyond that, mm-hmm. I can't understand it. No, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. They happened to me today. No. So, like, mm-hmm. I I have worked part time job at the gym, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think this. This guy came in. He looked young, and I'm 44. My son, he's like, he looks like around my son's age, like 24, 25. Um, mm-hmm. My son is 23, and so I, I, mean, I glimpsed at him looking at me like a piece of meat. It was so amazing. I wasn't offended mm-hmm. like a lot of women are now. Like they, when a man looks at them like a piece of meat, they're like, "Oh my gosh, he's looking at me a piece of meat." Oh, he gave me a hug mm-hmm. and it lasts too long. I'm a sexually offended. I'm not the type of woman. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that because you know a lot of men they're they're bisexual now and whatever. So I, I I'm applauding men that really look at women sexual manner like you know you're sexy and even though I wasn't trying to look sexy, I feel a little bloated today. Whatever. My coworker said. That's the guy. He kept some keeps on looking at you like that. I'm like, oh, I mm-hmm. feel sexy now. So I embrace it. And just, I'm like, but why, God, does he have to be so young? I, I really don't know how old the guy is because I didn't talk to him. But he does look young. Mm-hmm. And I feel, I feel like a pat on my back, like, oh, I can still pull that age. But the guys my age, oh, either they're, they're throwing tantrums. Do make you dismiss? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's very different. It's very very different. Wow. I don't know what this. It's make it very shame. different. It's like it is a shame. It's fucking sad. It's fucking sad. You know what? We're gonna get into some music. You know, Nipsey Hussle. He passed away. Was shot dead. Yeah. And you know, the lot of anger. You know, and sadness people feel, including myself. Um, Eric Holt. What's his name? Eric. Eric Holden. Yeah. Eric Holden. You know, he pleaded not guilty. He pleaded not guilty. They all do. So it's going to be interesting. I know, I know. It's going to be interesting how this whole thing plays out. Um, If he's really not guilty, I don't don't know. You know, he he got the, um, one of the um, boys from that handled the um, O.J. Simpson Simpson trial. Mm -hmm. That's that's what you get. Mm. Right, so or that um, or Trayvon Martin's um, lawyer. That's what that's what gets it done. I'll tell you right now, he has um, 
a big time Chicago law firm who I know people who work at, and that's a good firm. And this shit is not making sense, you know. And you know, and it's really sad, you know. And I hate to wish death on um, people, but it always seems like. And I'm gonna say no one's per- perfect. I'm not saying Nipsey was perfect, but when you have someone striving to make their community great, to make the trans, uh, what the transit, what's the transit, what's the word trans, trans, the transition, the wrong. Yeah, the wrongs in their their lives, they're trying to correct them. You know what I'm saying? And they're trying to do right transitions. Yeah. yeah. When they're trying to, you know, do that, you know, that's pivotal. You know, but, you know, Jesus was killed early, too. So let's get into some music. Um, It's Alter Ego Friday. You want to tune in to, you want to chime in, rather, to this discussion, please do so by calling 646-668-2574. Peekaboo, bitches. We love you. Do tune in www.blogtalkradio.com backslash the hour show or tune into our website d dash hour h o u r network dot com. Can get back with the old school track with Tupac. How many brothers fell victim to the shit? If I told you that I never thought of that, my nigga, we the last one left. But life goes on. How many of us fell victim to the street? Rest in peace, young nigga. As a heaven for a cheap, be alive. If I told you that I never thought of that, my nigga, we the last one left. Life goes As on. I bail through the empty halls, breath stinking in my drawers. Ring, ring, ring. Quiet, y'all. Here come and call. Plus, it's my homie from high school. He getting by. It's time to bury another brother. Nobody cries. Like it's a baller, alcohol and booty calls. We used to do them as adolescents, do you recall? Raise the seat, loped out and blaze the weed. Get on the roof, let's get smoked out and blaze with me. Two in the morning and we still high ass out. Screaming thugs till I die before I pass out. But now that you're gone, I'm in the zone thinking I don't want to die all alone. But now you're gone, and all I got left is thinking memories. I love them niggas to death, I'm drinking Hennessy. I try to make it last. I drank a fist for that ass when you pass. Cause life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the street? Rest in peace, young nigga. There's a heaven for a cheap. Be alive. If I told you that I never thought of death, my nigga, we the last ones left. But life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the street? Rest in peace, young nigga. There's a heaven for a cheap. Be alive. If I told you that I never thought of death, my nigga, we the last ones left. And life goes on. Yeah, nigga, I got the word as hell. You blue trowel and the judge gave you 25 with an L. Time to prepare to do fair time, won't be parole. Imagine life as a convict that's getting old. Plus with the drama, with looking out for your baby's mama. Taking risks while keeping cheap checks from getting on her. Life in the hood is all good for nobody. Remember gaming on dumb hotties at your party. Me and you know true or two. While scheming on hits and getting tricks that maybe we can slot in two. But now you worry, rest niggas cause I ain't worried I love saying goodbye at the cemetery Though memories fade, I got your name tatted on my arm So we both born to my dying days Before I say goodbye, catering with mental rest in peace Thumb till I die, how many brothers fell victim to the streets Rest in peace young nigga, there's a heaven for a G I'd be alive if I told you that I never thought of that 
party at my funeral, let every rapper rock it, let the hoes that I used to know from way before kiss me for my hands and my toes. Give me a paper a pen so I can write about my life of sin. A couple of bottles of gin in case I don't get in. Tell all my people I'm a rider. Nobody cries when we die. We outlaws, let me ride. Until I get free. I live my life in the fast lane. Got police chasing me. To my niggas from old blocks, from old food. Niggas that got me through. Back in the old school. Pour out some liquor, have a toast for the homie. See, we both gotta die. But you chose to go before me. And brothers miss you while you gone. You left your nigga on his own. How long we moan? Life goes on. How many brothers fell victim to the street? Life goes on, I feel you, nigga, trust me, I feel you, you know what I mean, last year, we poured out liquor for you, this year, nigga, life goes on, you finna clock mail, get money, evade bitches, evade tricks, get flags, plenty of space, basically just represent for you, baby, next time you see your niggas, we gonna be on top, nigga, you gonna be like, God damn, Counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips I'm writing down names, I'm making a list I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit The real ones are dying, the fake ones is lit The game is all balanced, I'm back on my shit The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty But that's how I like it, you all on my dick I'm all in my bag, it's hard as to get I do not throw powder, I might take a tip I might hit the bluff, but I'm not going to trip I ain't popping no pill, but you do as you wish I roll with some things, I love them to death I got a few meal, but not all of them bitch What good is the bread if my niggas is dope? What good is first class if my niggas can't sit? Can't quit, just like LeBron get my niggas no chips Just put the rolling right back on my wrist This my game is risky, gave me a gift Back when the rap game was playing like this They act like two legends cannot coexist But I never be for a nigga for nothing If I smoke a rapper, it's gon' be legit It won't be for clout, it won't be for fame It won't be cause my shit ain't selling the same It won't be to sell you my latest little sneakers It won't be cause some niggas slid in my lane Everything grows, the death and the change I love you little niggas, I'm glad that you came I hope that you scrape every dollar you can I hope you no money won't erase the pain OGs, I'm begging you now, was watching you when you was paving the ground I copied your cadence, I mirrored your style, I studied the grace, I'm the greatest right now Fuck if you feel me, you ain't got a choice, I ain't do no promo, still made all that noise This shit gon' be different, I set my intentions, I promise to slap all that hate out your voice Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips I'm writing their names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit The real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit The Bentley is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your palm will make you rich Put it on the neck, I got him stuck 
on, big bro all at once Just left the lab with young 21 Savage I'm about to go on me, jigging for lunch Had a long talk with a young nigga Kodak Reminded me of young niggas from Ville Straight out the project, no faking, just honest I wish that he had more guidance for real Too many niggas in cycle of jail Spending their birthdays inside of a cell We coming from a long bloodline of trauma We raised by our mamas, Lord, we got a heal We hurting our sisters, the babies as well We killing our brothers, they poison the well Distorted self-image, we set up the fail I'ma make sure that the real gon' prevail, nigga I just poured something in my cup I've been wanting something I can feel Promise I am never letting up Money in your phone will make you real Put it on a neck, I got them stuck I'ma give them something they can feel If it ain't about to swat, I don't give a fuck Pistol in your hand will make you real
I grew up to be who I wanna be, so the more niggas talk, I'ma shine. Might have been way before it's time. Posted with my back against the wall. Life is a bitch, but she mine. The rag six too, she has mine. The west side too, yeah, it's mine. What you know about? Your poster on the wall at the dealership. Leaving the bed, legs trembling. Getting banged on for your penalties. What you know about? Your response be the reason you exist. Lucky I ain't get caught up in the twist. Young nigga, blue pager on my hip, so. As the champagne spill and the car accelerate and the feet gon' cry. I'll be going to the bank at least three, four times. Get handshakes from the branch managers. We keep doing fly shit when the cameras cut. Double up. Yeah. Three or four times. I ain't telling no lies. I just run it up. Never let a hard time have a wash. Double up. I ain't telling no lies, I just, yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't telling no lies, I just, five, four, three, two, that's how I got to you, that money, my dreams come true, my life in diamonds, who knew, who knew, who knew? Before that, we had a J. Cole, Middle Child, and topped it off. We did a throwback. I did a throwback. Heaven 4G, Tupac. It just seemed like a perfect time to play that. Um, before we played that song, we were you know, talking about the sister wives, and, you know, you know, there are couples that want to bring in, um, you know, other women into their relationship. And I, you know, at the end of the day, I think you know you got to do what you want to do with your life because you get one life to live. And you should live your life the way you feel. Because I'm not here to judge. No one here on Say It Radio is here to judge because the only person that judges, and I believe in God, is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, God. So therefore, I do have my opinions, and I'm sure everybody has their opinions. And our nation is built on fucking opinions, and they make laws on fucking opinions. Based on that, you know, Kentucky on March 27th um, just passed a law that it is against the law for humans to have sex with animals. 2019 is your life. Oh. So I don't know if, <laughs> if it was okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. This is what we are in our state of our country. This is what we do. We're in our second hour. Uh, we got the Dragon Slayer. He's on with the question of the day. His questions provoke a lot of like, ugh, 
you know, in me. So I don't know how it's going to provoke some kind of thought process in you. But Dragon Slayer, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing amazing, Sandy. How you doing? Mm, I'm good. I got a lot of questions and got no motherfucking answers. We got Dirty Django. He was been sharing some stories. He had a friend um, that was married to a man, and now he she is um, involved with a woman. Um, uh-huh. you know, we were talking Very. about the sister wives. I don't know. What is your take on that? You know, just to spearhead, you know, why a woman, why you think from a man's perspective, why a woman um, would go from being involved with a man, being married, having kids with a man, and then going involve herself with a woman. You know, nine times out of ten, she they're using strap-ons. You know what I'm saying? So some kind of plastic dick made in China. So what <laughs> makes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. So if somebody needs to explain to me why uh, why would okay? Give me the the question specifically. Why would what now? What would you? Why, why would you think? And that you know this is and and, and dirty Django. I want your 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 response to this as well. So the question is to for you two men, and and our say radio listeners, you want to chime in and give your your two cents as well. Please do so six four six 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 eight two five seven four. Dragonfly, I know you have a question today, but I'm just bother me. I want to know a male's perspective on this. Why would you think a woman that was once married or involved with a man has kids by a man, multiple kids by a man, um, will then turn and get in a relationship, full blown love relationship with a woman that uses a strap on? Okay. Oh. So yeah. why is yeah. this? That's a good question. Um, you know, I have to think, you know, well, speaking from a man, because somehow, sometimes I think I'm a lesbian trapped in a man's body, uh, but <laughs> thinking like a woman, it's like, maybe there's some traumatic experiences, maybe there's some underlying psychological trauma there, uh, it could be with the relationship of her previous husband, and how she manages that conflict, so you know, a lot of times people have bad experiences with black men or black women, refuse to date anything black, and so now I'm going to date just white women because my perception of that particular gender, that particular race, and in this particular case, that particular gender, well, I've had a bunch of failed relationships with men. I just want love. And so that precipitates mm. the LGBTQI plus whatever it is because – I don't care what it is. I'm looking for the characteristic. And whatever form that manifests, that's what I'm going to gravitate to. So if I show, see somebody that shows me love, shows me understanding, shows me whatever I desire as my love language, one of the five or multiple, then I'm going to it. You see now in a lot of, days, a lot of cases where women are very open about having relationships with other women. Um, what can be confusing is the fact that uh, if you are having a relationship with a butch uh, female, uh, why go for the counterfeit when there are men out there? I mean, there, it's every gender and every race, relationships are being broken up. There's been divorce. So there's no magic race that works for you because everybody's been divorced and everybody's moved on from relationships and any 
previous relationships have all been failures in that they don't no longer exist. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's my that that's my perspective when it comes to those kind of things because that person has just completely shut down the race when she should basically analyze what was my contribution to the failure of this relationship, whether it's my choice, uh, my choosing, whether it's maybe I didn't listen well, maybe I didn't accommodate his desires or whatever the situation is. You you really would have to reflect. Accommodate his anybody, desires, get your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you have to. You know, like a relationship is built, Miss Sandy, on compromise. And everybody can't have their way completely 100%. Nobody's going to get their way. Relationship is built in the gray area of all relationships, which is the compromise. You're not going to get your way with everybody. If you do, you'll become bored, and you'll deal with some guy who's going to give you away no matter what. That's not fascinating to you as a strong-willed woman. No, not any woman. It It may feel cute at first that I'm getting my way with such individual um, there is no con- there is no argument because he lets me have my way. That's not building you as a person. When you are building, you understand that you are uncomfortable with something, yourself, your circumstance, your relationship, and therein lies the growth. Mm-hmm. I have to agree. I you just agree. don't co-sign. You ain't gonna got no uh, no thoughts opinion about yourself. Oh, I, I have something to contribute. I have something to contribute. I have something to contribute. Okay. Being married twenty plus years. I know that mm-hmm. sometimes I see things different than my wife does, and sometimes she sees things different than I do. She's got needs, I got needs, and we got to figure out a way to keep to continue to keep each other happy. I found that when you take a posture of trying trying to out trying to outserve the other person. Everybody's happy because you're trying to outdo them. They're trying to outdo you. That's when you're at your best, when you're optimistic. When you run down by the kids, I'm traveling, and two of the kids are sick, which is actually the case right now. She's frustrated. She It's hard. She She's burnt out. When I come home, I'm trying to give her a break, give her what she wants, take her what she likes to eat, grab those feet, whatever. There you go a couple of days so she can catch up on life. Now, I might be tired because right. it's not like I was on vacation myself, but I wasn't dealing with the kids. I wasn't making dinner. I wasn't Ubering and taxing people back from lacrosse practice and wrestling practice and dance and Girl Scout cookies and everything in between. She's basically a single mom for the next couple of days, which she's not used mm-hmm. to. Because I know plenty of single moms do that and more. Yeah, and speaking of single moms, I'm a single mother. And I was, you know, actually I talked to my son um, prior to today's show, and we talked about, you know, I've dated, you know, and I've, you know, my my sons, both my sons have met, you know, some guys that I've dated. And my son would break down, like, the guys he'd met, you know, I think they probably were gay. Like, like one guy, he took to my oldest son more than he took much to my youngest son. So he invited my oldest son to play basketball, invite him for lunch and stuff like that. He wouldn't do that to my youngest one. Um, um, the other one, whenever I wasn't around, he would just really bash women. Women aren't the same anymore. Women this and women that. And my son's like, why are you bashing? Like, like why are you doing this? Like, And so this has made me guard it. And this is, one of the people like, oh, my gosh, you know, Sandy, why are you single? Why are you single? Because 
You know, a lot of these guys, uh, A, I I don't even know if they're heterosexual. Because sometimes I I have my (laughs) son. They're very built and everything like that. And they may be sexually attracted to my sons and they're trying to get at my son. So, like, I'm very guarded about that. I'm very guarded when it comes to, you know, that. I listen to my kids a lot. My kids are not kids anymore, little kids. My oldest is 23, be 24 this year. My youngest will be 18 this year. But, you know, even now, they're, like, they're, they're still, you know, they ain't no ugly motherfuckers. They ain't not. So, you know. Let me ask you real quick, Yes. Is it a problem if they are attracted to you? I mean, because something about you brings them if to If they you. are attracted to my boys, yeah, that's a fucking problem. No, not your boys. You, you, you. No, but what I'm saying is that when I feel the guys paying my kids more attention than they are me, you know what I'm saying, or they're paying more attention to one particular son than they did my other, you know what I'm saying, that's mm-hmm. a difference. It's just like, you know, that's weird. Why are you, that's, that's ill. You know what I'm saying, like, why are you doing that? Because I think the first thing important is the kid's going to grow and they're going to leave the nest. So that means that's going to leave me and him. So we need to be creating a bond. My kids are going to love and respect whoever loves and respects me. But if he's paying more attention to them than he is me or one particular kid than he is the other, that's that's weird. Yeah. My kids even, well, I you know, they feel that it's weird. Well, isn't it, I have, I have to go back to that statement that you made, but I want you to consider this. Isn't the real reason why you're single because of you or saying just because of our own individual choices? No, I'm saying because I'm guarded, you know, just because I'm guarded because there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of people that I commend the people that are more transparent about their sexuality. They are who they are. They're like, hey, I'm bisexual. Ooh, I'm trans fluid. Oh, I'm gay. Oh, I'm this. I commend you. You let people know how you rock sexually. That gives them a, you know, gives them the 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 space to decide whether or not they want to rock with you or not, fuck with you or not. But if you're living still in that DL area where you're coming across as if you're heterosexual, but you're really not heterosexual, um. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. You know, we were talking about Sister Wives. I brought that show up um, when I brought up a, a black couple. There's also another couple, not Sister Wives, but it's, it's called Married at First Sight. That's what it is. Married at First Sight, there was this guy whose name is Luke. Um, in this, if you guys are not familiar with this particular show, where yeah, but it's these really people. It's called American Version of Arranged Marriage. India has been doing that for hundreds of years. Okay, so arranged marriage, or whatever the case, Guy, Luke, and this, I forgot the woman's name, but they met for the first time and got married on site. So he would not kiss her, you know, and when he did finally kiss her, they had, I think they had seven weeks to get to know each other before they decide whether or not they want to get a divorce or continue the marriage. Um, so when he did kiss her, he mentioned that kiss was repulsive disgusting to him and he had sex with her and his his response to that sexual encounter was it was gross and it was gross you know and my thing is if you have that kind of enter you know response or reaction to engaging into what with a kiss or a sexual encounter with a woman possibly you do not like having sex with women you know what i'm saying that's 
like, you know, it's like me having sex with a woman. I wouldn't want to have sex. That's gross. I don't want, and no, nothing desires me about looking at another woman's coochie. That is, this is not, this is disgusting. Um, so I, I can understand that kind of response because I don't like women. So my thing is if you don't like women, then you should not be on Married at First Sight. You need to be on some, you know, logo type show, logo, you know what I'm saying? You should need to, you need to mm. own who you are and be who the fuck you are, but don't belittle these women that you rock with that make her feel, because she's a very pretty woman. She left the experience saying she does not want to be married to him anymore, but she looks so defeated. She looks so insecure. You know, mm. after you giving, you trying to please this man, trying to be whatever he thinks he tells you what he's attracted to, and you become her, and his ass still ain't fucking you right. He still ain't kissing you right. He still ain't loving you right because he does not like women. I see that time what? and time again in Atlanta. I promise you I saw no, really? it. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, Atlanta's bad. Yeah, but, you know, I like to offer a different perspective. I don't necessarily think in every case it's that way, obviously. Um, but it could be a situation where he's, number one, he doesn't know how to love himself because or show love because he doesn't know how to love himself and kissing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe he doesn't want to be vulnerable. There are some people out there uh, that I've dated in my past. I don't like kissing. I love kissing, but they can't kiss worth a lick. And so it's like, you know, you have to alter yourself in a sense that I'm going to steer clear of the kissing part. Now we all know that anything on TV is staged. And so maybe he couldn't manufacture the authenticity that he normally have because he got these cameras around and everything is, like I said, staged and they have a, a pre-programmed script where people have to <clears throat> be dramatic. But in a lot of cases, people don't like kissing. There are women who don't like it, well, men who don't like it. And, and that doesn't mean they're well, gay. Well, apparently I have, I'm going to say this. Well, let me tell you something. One of my Facebook friends said that apparently the guy, Luke, from uh, Married at First Sight, he had a sexual encounter with a man in his past. Really? <sighs> yes. So maybe he's confused. My thing is, if you're confused, you, you know, I don't know if you guys watch Insecure. Insecure came out um, with Issa Ray. I think it was the first season. It was an episode where um, her so best friend was... Yeah, I don't know if it's still on. I love that show. But um, her best friend, Molly, I think her name is, she dated this fabulous guy. Oh, my gosh. They were just kicking it. He was cute. I was vibing with him. And, you know, they were having great sex. I'm like, dude, this is, like, beautiful. I'm like, I'm with her. And then they started doing that pillow talk. And, you know, she, she was sharing some of her, you know, dirt. And she noticed that he wasn't sharing his dirt. Like, dude, you're not sharing your dirt. You like Mr. Perfect. He said, he was like, nah, you know, I got some stuff. He's like, well, tell me, tell me. And he admitted that he had a sexual encounter with another man in college. And whether he was hot, he said he was high or whatever at this point, but he didn't like it. So, you know what I'm saying? That's not what he did. But the fact that he admitted that, that changed Molly's whole perspective about being attracted to him. So whether Luke in this Married at First Sight 
first encounter with, well, I don't know if this is his first encounter with a, a male, but he admitted to having a sexual encounter with a man. Um, any sexual encounter he had with this woman, he deemed as repulsive, sickening, want to throw up. My guess, he's probably gay. He likes dick. There's nothing wrong with a guy liking dick. You have to own it, but do not shame her. You know what I'm saying? Do not look at her or not try to magnify her faults as he tried to do. You drink too much. You curse too much. You do this too much. You like fucking dick. You meet the right dick that you like. That motherfucker can curse, smoke, and do everything else, and you can see it absolutely <laughs> magnifying perfect. So <laughs> Obviously, you've had experiences with people who are who are gay, and maybe you're sensitive to it. And maybe when you hear about these experiences, you gravitate more to it to, to substantiate your position. And that, that that's not a case with a lot of people. You know, yeah, I know they're gay people. And yes, Atlanta is a mecca for them, and those who are down low. I, I get it. But, you know, sometimes there are some women who don't encounter gay men and it's all about what, what kind of men are you choosing? What are the yeah. characteristics that you regularly have experiences or start to have relationships with these men who are looking at your son and, and they're gay. And so mm-hmm. maybe you need to mm-hmm. re-engineer your selection process. You know, that could oh, be a consideration. That, that, there. I own that all day long. Yeah. A man picker was so yeah. fucking off. So I'm really trying to find that. Might, that. Yeah. That might be part of it too. Maybe you got to fine tune or retune or recalibrate your selection process because it doesn't seem like you have a, a problem with drawing or attracting men. But maybe mm-hmm. you got to oh, attract the right type. I don't know if you ever studied the law of attraction. I've done some studying on it too. You know, I'm I gave up on expert, that bullshit. I just want to show my crazy. I saw, I show my crazy up front, and my crazy like. I think a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine, gave me a like. He was like, "Sandy, just so you're crazy." He's like, "Your crazy is really not that deep." I mean, I I probably have a, you know a lot of mouth, whatever, but it's it's not that deep. If he can handle that crazy, that's probably the right guy for you. If he runs and tries to justify whatever, that's a bitch ass nigga. You don't need him. So you know, mm. my, I mean, I, I'm, right now I'm at the point I'm just showing my crazy first. Oh no, don't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Listen, if you believe, like my brother, my brother said. <laughs> about the law of attraction. You can't do that. Because if you're going to show crazy, guess what you're going to get? Mm. Crazy. Guess mm. what you're putting out there? Know what you do. But let me, pay, but let me ask you, brother, if, if crazy is part of her makeup and she hides it, is that not being deceptive? How does she, how does she bounce that? No. Thank you, DJ. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. I just t- no. Let me tell you something. I was watching the Emmys or the Oscars. Wait, Sandy, and you I don't agree. I'm just asking the question. Do you know? They didn't call my man not one time doing it. They didn't call my best performance in it. They didn't call my name. They didn't call my name. So my thing is, I ain't no time to act towards you. I'm pissed off. I'm just going to be pissed off. This is, what, this is me. This is Sandy. This is Sandy. This is Sandy. We, we might accept you because we like and everything, but you very well like, might be crazy, too. But, but, you know, no, I, you I know, get well, a little crazy, though. Well, every woman's a little crazy, crazy you, but wait, maybe you just started Are you a, a little level. sweet, too? Are you sweet, too? Sweet are you genuine? I'm, I'm, no, I no, am Miss very Andy. genuine. Ma- yes, definitely. Okay, then. 
Okay, then if that's the case, we all have multiple sides. It depends on the uh, the impact. We all have mm-hmm. a, a, a beautiful side. But you don't mm-hmm. put crazy out there for the sake of crazy because that's telling me that, number one, you're afraid to be vulnerable. If I see somebody mm-hmm. crazy, it's like, okay, you know what? She's suffering from something, and she's trying to protect her little heart. And putting that crazy out there has never worked for anybody. I don't know who has a successful relationship and say, you know what, <clears throat> I'm just going to be crazy. I don't care how nice the guy is. I don't care if he's great and everything else. I'm going to be crazy. You no. saying scare him off. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right. Because, listen, here's me. If I mean you every bit of good, Miss Sandy, I want to give you the word. <laughs> I really do. I'm being very authentic. I'm very genuine. I'm very capable to satisfy you, to make your life wonderful. Now, Knowing that I'm uniquely equipped with these amazing skills, uh, mm-hmm. if I see some crazy, I'm not going to be like, I'm in love. Oh, I found the right woman. I'm going to say, you know, miss me on all the drama. Later days. I ain't the one and we ain't the Well, two. you know what? I'll Shame on you, you because you know what? Because at this day and age, you know there's a representative. And I've seen so many more. Like, I'm, I'm crazy. I, I, you know, I have some crazy in me. But I see so, but maybe there's a time to pay for it. mental no mental right. ass women that should be committed, you know what I'm saying, but they know like the they they have a good representative it's like you you've been on so many interviews, you know what's being asked, you know how to respond, you know how to react for a certain amount of time, and then you're like, ooh, I got them, so now that I got them, boom, and then once you get them. You know, either have a kid, get married, whatever. Then you unleash all this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, fear me, the representative. I would rather you show me who the fuck you are. I will, I will absorb some crazy. I can deal with crazy. Crazy motherfuckers, they really have better sex than normal. You know what I'm saying? So I can absorb <laughs> some of my like, But, you know, but, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I can absorb ahead, some of crazy. If you own it, you know what I'm saying? Ownership is accountability. So you are you already understand that. So like you can understand when to turn it on or like you understand. The fact was you crazy but you don't know you crazy, then we got fucking problems. Because you you doing shit you don't even you're not conscious that you know it. So that's a disconnect. But if you own some shit, like I'm an asshole sometimes. I get it. You an asshole sometimes. Like you have a certain amount of ownership at your level that you're conscious and you understand it. Like I would rather fuck with you than a person that's really an asshole has no idea they're an asshole, or a person that's racist that has no idea they're a racist. Like I would rather you own your shit, be accountable for who you are. I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm just asking you, you understand who you are, um, and we rock from there. I have a counter thought to that. If that's the case, then it might be that you need to find somebody who will balance out your crazy, somebody who is that much more calm than you and not riled by your crazy. That might be that's, the answer. That's a consideration. But let me ask you a question. If you're showing all the crazy, has that worked? Uh, or tell us when it worked and when it hasn't worked. Give us the track record. Um, you know what? I could say this. I could say 
Um, I feel that the times it was working, I wasn't in the space to receive it. So I mm. just disconnected. And, I, you know, I had, I honestly, me and Sandy, I had, co- you know, commitment issues. So I probably would sabotage shit on purpose just because <laughs> when I start to feel a level of feelings and stuff like that, I just didn't know how to deal mm-hmm. with it. So I would probably sabotage it. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I did. Yeah. Shame on me. So the know? other question um, is, do you want to ever be back in a serious relationship or married again? I mean, do you? I mean, yeah. Or do you like your freedom? I do. I do. Okay. No, no, okay. no. I really do. Uh, I don't know what that's going to look like because I don't have a, you know, I haven't met a you know, a person, but I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know what he's going to look like. Like, I have a vision of, like, I, there's certain elements I like of different guys I've dated or interacted with. I, if I could build a man.com, I could, you know, I would build a man and he would be like this, um, right. what he was going to look like. But, you know, I don't know if he really exists. You know, um, and there was a guy that, you know, um, very nice looking guy, and he's, you know, he's saying all the things that I always wanted a guy to say, but I'm apprehensive. You know, not to say he's not a good guy. He, he seems like he is. I don't know. So, you know, I'm just sometimes maybe I'm a, my I'm my worst enemy. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We just have to see. Miss Sandy will tell you. She she's she's never been in love. Never. What? Is that right, Miss Sandy? You've never been in love. That is correct. I've never been in love. So you've never, okay. you've never met somebody <laughs> where you liked them. They made your heart flutter. They made your liver quiver, and you were not looking forward to seeing them again. We're talking about love now. That's yeah. The, okay. Whatever she so, described as love. There's different levels and stages of love too, though. Okay, the stage of my love experience is like um, early 20s. Okay, so I'm 44. So it's very low in the minute. Um, so I can remember in college, honestly. I I, um, I can remember in college, and I really remember this today because I had to get an uh, uh, unofficial transcript from my um, college, from NIU, um, for something. And I'm going through my transcript remembering, like, where I was at each semester and what, was, what I was going through. And I remember, <laughs> you know, I remember this one class, this professor asked, would you rather be loved by lo- a lover or a non-lover? And everybody in the class raised their hand to be, they was like, I want to be loved by a lover. And me? I was like me and this girl thing as somebody else who raised our hand. I want to be loved by a non-lover, and my thinking process was a lover like loves everybody. You know what I'm saying? Every time he meets someone or he's whatever, he's in love. He's in love. He in love. He in love. He in love. But the non-lover, he's not. But when he does get there, it's very special. So that's my thinking, uh. and so. Um, I can mention, you know, remember one guy that I that I I really fell for. Um, he approached me, but it was so cute. He didn't when he approached me and got my attention. He didn't know what to say, so he kind of left. So he was like, I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to say because I really don't approach women because women approach him. And then, um, and I remember so, him I was- telling me, you know, and then I remember him telling me like. 
you know, I, I honestly, when I saw you, I just, like, your body, I just wanted to fuck the shit out of you. I really did. He said, now I'm going to know you. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> no, I like her. <laughs> so it, the fact, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, now nah, I like you. You know, and he's like, but you, you know, you can't cook, really. You know, so you got this, you know, you got a foul-ass mouth. But he said, I can't stop thinking about you. So I don't know what that is. I said, what you mean? You know, that way. He said, I don't know how to get my head checked. I made an appointment for a psychiatrist uh, <laughs> appointment. But the thing is, I like the fact, like, I wasn't what he expected or wanted, but he wanted me. And, like, he didn't want to want me, but he wanted me. Mm. Wow. Well, that's gen- that sounds genuine. Yeah, the genuine shit. You know, that's the genuine. Like, I didn't want to want you. Let me tell you something. I, like, I had... She could. She didn't even curse. She went to Bible study every Wednesday. You, <laughs> I couldn't stop mm. thinking about you. So you know that's what I like. I was totally sandy. You know what I'm saying? I, that was my like a glimpse of Sandy. You could be loved for being Sandy, and there was no rhyme or reason to it. Like I didn't have to try. Like I escalated my crazy. It didn't scare him. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it was like weird. You know, I'm like, now if I do that, it's like, oh, you blinked four times too many. They gone. Just get your life. (laughs) I don't like you. Mm. (laughs) That's fascinating. Did you guys have a relationship? In college, Ms. Sandy? Uh, I don't know what do you call it. I, I don't think it, it probably could have, it didn't grow to where I think it could have grown. Um, again, mm-hmm. I didn't know much about yeah. love. I was really into running at that point or sabotaging. So mm-hmm. I don't, we, we did talk later on, you know, um, when we were adults and way after school, you know, college. And uh, I could sense that he really cared about me. Um, I think, you know, he, you know, we did connect, you know, he was really, he was really trying to figure out, you know, how I was really doing. So I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I don't know. Like, as I said, I'd have samples of it. I don't have the real taste of it though. What do you know about love right now? Mm, For my kids that I have, I know about my kids. They challenge me a lot. Romantic. Um, time. No, romantic huh? love. Romantic, romantic love. love. Like for you, for you. I don't know anything. I don't know anything, honestly. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm 44 yeah. years old. I don't, I don't know anything about romantic love. You know, I, you know, uh, either I've met guys that are, I think, I think they're more attracted to my sons, one or the other, than they are to me. This, you know, puts me guarded. Wow. I think some guys, they're more, you know, and this isn't wrong being physically attracted you know, to me or vice versa, but, you know, we can't have a conversation. You you know, I, a lot of men, you know, you can, des- you can desire the pussy and not know how to talk and don't have no desire to, to talk to the owner of the pussy. Um, mm. I, my thing is, that doesn't make any sense to me. You can, I can't, but, you know, then I'll meet guys <laughs> that we're attracted to each other then, but they don't want to talk to me. They don't want to open up to me. I don't want to talk to you. I want to open up to you. It's like talking to a child. You know what I'm saying? So it it it, it baffles me. It blasts, blasts me. 
It doesn't make any They're sense. They're probably guarded. They huh? are? Yeah, they're, if they don't want to talk to you, they're, they're obviously guarded about something, but we don't know what. And that's why I ain't got time for it. We're, 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 like, we're old, you know, not older. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck are you guarded for? Right. Like, gonna hurt me. She gonna hurt me. This, 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 that. No. It's your life. But my man. Be mad. I'm mad the fuck up. Miss Sandy, getting back yes. to the laws of attraction, mm-hmm. you're putting that out there. You're putting out there mm-hmm. that, listen, I am guarded. I am shutting down. This brother just admitted it. <clears throat> He's, on his part, it's like, I'm go- I don't want to open up. I don't want to become vulnerable. There's pain inside being vulnerable. I don't want to expose that to you. I'm not comfortable at that level. You're doing the exact same thing. Well, and then when he did that, I disconnected. I'm like, okay, I'm good. And then once I said, we would go out all the time. Let's go out, let's go to drinks, let's do this, let's do that. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, pressed on eating. I don't even like to eat that much and drink. Well, I drink. I do drink. But, you know, I'm not, and I'm not going to go out of time with you. That means we got to fuck. But, you know, I'm not going to do that either because we're not talking. You're not opening up. But I want to follow. I want a man to be the leader. Let me follow you. You know what I'm saying? I would like, let me follow you. Are you, you can't willing do to what be led? I, I'm saying. Exactly. Huh? Do you, uh, are you willing to? Follow. Under what if conditions I think he, are he, you? He leading with some shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna follow no dumb shit. Get your life. Well, of course, I wouldn't either. I don't blame you. You shouldn't. But the point is, is that have you created? Are you in a circumstances where you're like, you know what? I'm following you. Have you chosen the type of man in your life that says, okay, you know, you know, you have met all the qualifications that I desire in a man in a leader. I'm going to follow you. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is one guy that I did. I'm like, I, no, 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 listen, listen. This is one guy. I'm like, I'm like, I am. Like, if my son grew up to be like him, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'll be such a proud mom. Like, he is what I, I would want to follow. Like, and I feel like we had, a, a, like, an attraction, you know, in the past. I don't know what we have right now because I have not seen him in a, a few years. So face-to-face is what he may be like today. There may be nothing. I may look at him as like a little brother or a big brother or whatever. But I'm like, man, from what I know, I'm attracted to him. I would love to see if that attraction is real and genuine. But when we talk, he just runs for me. He just runs, runs, runs. And I'm like, you know, I just – so if I see a man, a peg a man, like, oh, this is what this man's going to look like, then I'm like, I think it's you. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I haven't seen you in a few years, so you may be him and you may not be him. Let's meet up. But he runs. Like he's not vulnerable, oh, you know. huh? I wonder why that's the case. Well, there's a reason why he runs. You don't know why. I ain't got time. I don't need time. I don't need someone. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, get your life, Sandy. Where you at? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Ain't, ain't nobody got a life to Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has Sandy, a life to We have insight and opinions to share with you, but we are not experts. At least I'm not an expert. So don't take this the wrong way. I'm not saying you're crazy, but maybe have you ever considered talking to somebody who's a professional about relationships and trying to unravel a decipher or figure out how you can put these puzzle pieces together that you want to 
figure out yourself and figure out, you know, what's going right, what's going wrong, and fine-tune those little things. No, I mean, I, yeah, I actually I'm seeing a therapist, and um, I, you oh, know, I'm not you. opposed to that, you know, so I welcome everybody. You know, um, Taji P. Henson, she's, you know, been suffering from depression. She admitted that, and not to say I'm you know, from depression, but, you know, through the outlook about men, you know, my expectation maybe is a little bit unrealistic, and then I try to understand and meet guys to where they are at in their truth as in today, and it seems a little um, childlike to me, but, you know, I'm, yeah, I am working through that. I, I am working through that, so it's not offensive. I mean, my thing is all I can do is be who I am because I see a lot of motherfuckers I think is crazy. They in, like, relationships. I'm like, this is me. This bitch is messy as hell. She don't take showers. She don't go to work, but you love her. So, you know, you Not love her and her crazy. But with Sandy, with Sandy so crazy, it's like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. I can't deal. I don't, I just laugh. I don't understand. I, I don't get it. So I guess there's somebody for everybody. Yep. That is so true. I done seen some couples, and I'm thinking, I don't know how you all, or I think, you know what? Only you two could be for you two. Wouldn't anybody else be? Ain't good for you. Exactly. Uh, you see some dumb shit like, oh my gosh, I don't even hunt. But but there's somebody for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't yeah. have to say I don't have to, you know, make some adjustments or something like that. But I would maybe you need to do like Tamar and go find a Nigerian prince. I'm is fucking beautiful. And I am beautiful. I'm very strong. I'm very beautiful. And I, you yes, know, you I are. I just. I just, you know, if the motherfucker can't see it, and all he can see is magnify whatever my flaws is, we can magnify flaws together. I can magnify 110% of your motherfucking flaws. Hey, but you need to go to Lagos and find one of them African princes like Tamar did. <laughs> you know, that man, he done graduated from Harvard, and he done, he's a, you know, I don't I don't know about, you know, I don't know, you know, he may be, she may, I don't know. I'm rooting for her, though, you know. um. It's hard to open yourself to for love, especially when she, you know, went through as much as she did with Vince and, you know, being in love and going through the divorce and then finding love again. Um, you know, I don't know. When you're married, I'm guessing when you're married to somebody that was your best friend and, you know, you and you said I do to this person to be, you know, to death do you part and it doesn't work out that way. I'm I'm guessing that's a lot of heavy emotions in there when it doesn't work out. So when it doesn't I'm work out, too, and, but from my perspective on them too, I always thought that she must really, 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 really love Vince because Vince, I think he was he was good at what he did, but when it came to like they seemed a little bit a little bit mismatched to me when it came to where they rated on the attraction scale, so to speak. Oh, uh, yeah, um, physically. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to be shallow, but it seemed like she could do a lot better. But oh, let me tell you something. Just looking Say at radio listeners, you know, we're talking about um, Tamar and Vince. Um, Tamar Braxton, which is the younger sister of Tony Braxton, and Vince, which is her ex-husband, 
you know, he was a like a manager for Lady Gaga and stuff like that. And I don't know if he, he's over what you know he's considered plus size and whatever. But plus guys, you know, he may have a great sex game. Let me tell you something: a great sex game will have a woman overlooking a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, so if he has that great sex yeah, game, and then, and then he's coming, you know, he's coming with that financial overweight. security, huh? Yeah, yeah. Then he's coming with that financial security. No, listen, and then he's coming with that financial security, and then he's coming with that good sex game. You know, a lot of that, that, you know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. That eases the pressure off a lot of shit, honestly. You know, um, considering that you get a a pretty boy that, you know, so into himself, and, you know what I'm saying? And he comes within two seconds, and it's just useless because he. Yeah, I I experienced that. That's too. called Mr. Come Yeah, because he's so he he turned himself up. Mm. He just think he's so pretty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he I got think, that. I think we're coded. <laughs> he said what? I said maybe she got that. What happened? Coded. Whatever. He, he said maybe she got that. I think with Tamar basically. That's that. It, 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 it led with the security because she didn't know how his sex game was unless, you know, she slept with him before she introduced herself. So I'm thinking that her perceived security surrounding relationship with him and thereby marriage was probably more important. I mean, yeah, everybody would like – well, as you get older, I think everybody would like, you know, more like securities and just like good sex. Like good sex is like I, an I 100% agree. My cousin cool, yeah, you know. But if you I, were lucky I 100% to have, agree. like right – yeah, like the guy she has right now, she just like gushes over him. Like she was like, he is so fine. Like you would want the person, especially during your, you know, 40s or up and up age – not only are you looking at your significant other like, I would fuck him or her, you know what I'm saying, right now, if it wasn't for y'all standing here. Like, I want them that bad, and I'm so happy. Why I'm, wait? I'm, I'm, I'm sexually on, I'm satisfied financially, I'm good. You know, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, I'm happy. Like, that's the ultimate thing. That's beautiful. <clears throat> I mean, I would want that. I, I want that. For I, all I agree of them, with you. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. But look where she went to. She had Vince, and at the time she probably wasn't as well known, or she saw that she could be boosted with a relationship with Vince. Now she ain't going with anybody to look like Vince. She's not. No, she's not. She's going, so that makes me she, wonder. You know, is there a selfish side to this thing? Everybody got to well, yeah. judge her. Oh, everybody. Oh has yeah. A Every, side. Everybody's selfish. Oh yeah, we have to have a selfish side. Everybody has a selfish side. Everybody has a selfish side. But you know what? The ideal selfishness, the ideal selfishness, is when your significant other is like being selfish, but you don't mind giving it to them. You know what I'm saying? Like you be, I like giving you what you want because that shit feel good. You know what I'm saying? So it's. That's the ultimate thing. Like, you know, I, I like, you know, I don't mind doing this shit for you, you know, because it feels good to me to do this shit for you. So whether it's ladies, you know, whether it's when you're intimate with him and you swallow, you know what I'm saying, or 
because oh, that's you love. enjoy doing that. You know what I'm saying? That's you enjoy doing that's that definitely for him. Commitment. You know, um, it's <laughs> like, um, you know what I'm saying? When you would just do things for him that you normally won't do for, like, anyone else. You know, because you want to mm. do that. Those are things. So now, what, gets, like, what gets a woman to that point? What gets a woman to that point? You know what? There's no rhyme or reason. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what that makeup looks like because you can't. Uh, every it's it's a it's different for every. Like sometimes a guy doesn't even know what he does. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I don't even know what I did to deserve this type of attention from you. Vice versa, like right. a lot of women, like I don't know what I did to deserve this type of attention from him. Like I don't even know what I'm doing, and and then they their response is you just being you, like huh? What? <laughs> I'm just being me. And I don't know what that is, what that looks like, what that feels like. You know, sometimes you could be with somebody and they're talking and you whatever. You maybe you're about to go to movies or whatever, and all of a sudden I don't know. You just want to just do something wild with them. I don't know where it comes from. You know, and then you get with somebody else and be like, ooh, don't touch me. I don't even want to be with you like that. But we cool. You know, I don't know what that mm-hmm. looks like because everybody's different, you know. So you, you know, for you yeah. to change up who you are to meet what you think that <gasps> thing that ignites that kind of <laughs> reaction out of the next person, don't do yeah. it. All I can say just be you, and if it flows that way, then embrace it because that's the ultimate thing. My thing is – for me to just be me or you to just be you and you ignite all this type of shit, this good shit, who am I to say? That's a great match, actually. That's a great match. That's what I'm saying. Is that La La Land? Am I living in La La Land? Say it, radio listeners. If I'm in Sandy living in La La Land, dun-da-dun, dun-da-dun. I don't know. I don't know. This is my, this is my, this is my thought process. Mm. You know. I like La La Land. <laughs> Mm. Okay, I mean, you know I what? Don't know. Oh, shoot what? them goals high. Shoot them goals high. I'm telling you that right now. Keep living in La La Land. That's where we're supposed to be. And if you put it out there, maybe one day you might be get living in La La Land. <laughs> Miss Sandy in La La Land, family of the Fed <laughs> Radio. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up. Anyway, Django, you've been married for like a number of years. Do I sound like the epitome of crazy right now. No, you sound normal, but normal is kind of crazy. <laughs> than normal. Hmm. Is Miss Sandy normal, or that is standard bear normal? I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is out here. I mean, I feel like I'm normal. I think all y'all motherfuckers are going crazy. I just don't understand. I just yeah. I try to not judge. <laughs> you know, I'm just like right, right. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Sandy is judging on same radio. I promise I try. I tried my judge, but I be like, oh my gosh. I don't know. Y'all motherfuckers, I don't know. I, I got to take another sip on y'all. I can't even fuck with you unless I have a little buzz. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Goodness. I don't know. It's weird. You know, you're supposed to ask us a question. We can play no music, but you're supposed to ask us a question. We're um, almost, you know, um, 10 minutes into our last hour of the show, what question did you have to ask us, Dragon Slayer? <laughs> For it is I, uh, 
You know, I almost forgot my question. You you, you guys start talking about uh, relationships with uh, women getting involved with women and leaving a marriage. I thought that was fascinating. Uh, also, <laughs> the fact that uh, women getting in relationships where there is an open relationship, that's fascinating as well. Um, and the and role men, that the women, women getting play. involved with women with dildos. And they're really butch, or, so I don't know. That's just like that's uh, uh, just just as fascinating as all of those roles that women play. Men are pretty much stat. Well, go ahead. No, I think it might be a different type of fascination, though. Mm-hmm. In what way? Like I don't know. You could, the guillotine is fascinating, and dragons are fascinating, but they're both deadly. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. <laughs> right. Okay. So let me give our let me give our question for today. We all late. Yeah. <laughs> we all been involved in relationships. <laughs> I don't even know. I I might just say this the next time because um uh, well, only hour, I don't wanna mess hour. I don't wanna mess up we the rhythm. We got ten minutes into the show. You got you could you got time to do this. Question. No, I don't want. I, I'm gonna save it to next time because you guys got involved in an amazing discussion about alternative relationships, and, and it just uh, took a life of its own. It did, and then we got to. Miss, we always go back to Miss Sandy and Miss Sandy's relationship. <laughs> I and I had no life. I think this is. We this all thing wait. Miss Sandy, Sandy invented this, uh, and on top of that, it's therapeutic for her. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Which of course, that's how it is. Yeah, I mean, she's a, a, a case study, and so you have to have discussions about Miss Sandy. She is distinctive in her thoughts yes. and perspectives, and we all appreciate You know, It's good to have Say It Radio and Miss Sandy sharing her perspectives on a lot of things. But we always go back to her. Yeah, and I'm Miss Sandy. That's who they talked about. I'm Miss Sandy. It's Alter uh-huh. Eagle Friday. It became another, you know, a little therapeutic session for myself. You know, I, I, you know, I, I'm a little crazy. I own my crazy. Um, I'm not insane, though. You know, I don't do no, you know. No, you're not insane. No, no, no. Get your life. Of course not. Of course not. You're a strong woman. But here's what I want to say. Yeah. Miss Sandy, I always get on my case when I, I tell people, uh, everybody hears the roar from Miss Sandy, but I hear the meow. And that just means to say there is a vulnerable side of you that you're protecting, a very sensitive side of you. There's that little bitty girl just to want to be loved and to love and be in a great circumstances in which she can flourish. That's that meow I hear. Anybody who's abrasive, they're directly proportionate that they're sensitive, and they have like a big heart. So Miss Handy has really a really big heart. Really? All that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's there. Is that oh, the case absolutely. with Sandy or that with all cases like that? I think that, well, I know that's the case, Sandy, but generally those who are maybe abrasive and upfront yeah. in front of your face, oh, they're directly sensitive just as much, and they're just uh, trying to protect their sensitivities. You'll find that all the time. If they, They'll get upset if you say something negative or if you say something about them, but they can be abusive to you. They'll yeah. say something like, get your life. <laughs> they'll say something alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? She life. can be up front in your face because she's, she's real. 
She's absolutely real. But behind all of that is I'm trying to protect what's what's most dear to me, and that's that little bitty little Sandy. That's it. I want a big hug. I want to be loved. I want it in a safe environment, whether that manifests itself in money or love or some other uh, type of security. That's what most people mm. And if you start peeling away yeah, the layers, I mean, go ahead. You also have to be ready to be burned by the firewall. Oh, that's on the outside. That's on the outside, man. The, all, well, on okay, the inside. Okay. Now, now that I know, I'm going to put on my asbestos oven gloves when I approach. <laughs> no, I'm going to say radio. Alter Ego Friday. This has been a great. This has been a great show. I think I've always been wary. Be wary of the. the but I'm wary personally. You guys, you know, move how you want to move. But I'm wary about the representative. You know, some people are really good at their representative. You fall in love with the representative. You start liking the representative. Let me tell you, my cheat codes I'll give people. The people that are always, you, you meet them, they're always trying to say how much of, they you know, they're a good friend, they love you. And everybody pushes that love shit too quickly, that I'm there for you too mm-hmm. quickly. And. Um, yeah. um, you know, come be, those, those are like red flags. Those are serious red flags for me. You know what I'm saying? Get the fuck out of here. And you don't even fucking know me. Get you your life. And like so strong, <laughs> get your life. You know what I'm saying? That's so wrong. So I, I could tune that down real quick. I'm going to give you a little dose of some crazy part of me. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is. You show me some little crazy about you. Nine times out of ten, I can handle it. I'm, I'm grown as well. You ain't, you get your, I'm not running. You know what I'm saying? What you ain't going to do is, you know, I'm grown as fuck. You're not going to, you know, disrespect me, my household, or nothing like that. But I get it. So uh, anyone that professes a lot of love and shit like that and kumbaya, shit like that, I'm guarded. I'm so guarded against um, the ones that. I'm more reserved or whatever, just, you know, standoffish. I tend to like them a little bit more. Maybe that's my disconnect. I tend to like them because I understand that disconnect is that I'm disconnected like that. Um, ah, that's therapeutic. Ooh, aha moment. Um, so, like I mentioned earlier, like, I don't know, I, I guess maybe my first probably glimpse at love is, you know, when a guy, he, Really was like, you know what? I'm when really honest with you, as because you're my case study. I didn't mention this before. I, I on another show I did mention this. You know, he said, um, honestly, Sandy, I've cheated on every girlfriend I ever had. I don't know. I don't know if it's me or the women I choose, but I'm going to always be honest with you, and you need to make a decision whether or not what you want to do. I'm respect what you ever want to do. So he's always very honest with me, very upfront with me. And um, I could appreciate that. You might not like it, but I would. Yeah, and I respected that. that. Like, sometimes like I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's an asshole, but I liked him because I knew he wouldn't lie to me. I knew he wouldn't hurt me. So it's like he was really, he was a genuine type of dude. Like, even when we had a disconnect, I knew genuine, he but, wasn't. But that not be right for you if he's going to cheat. That's the other thing. And then he wouldn't. Like, my thing is, like, even when, like, he had other women that did way more. Let me tell you something. There's some shit I just won't do. I ain't taking shit in my ass. I'm not, you know, I, I do a mutual investment. So you ain't just, you know, just like, this shit is not, I'm not going to do. You know what I'm saying? So there's other things he could get from women that he could never get from Sandy. So right. I totally understand. 
Thank you. 